Hello and thank you for tuning in. I am Michele Matarazzo from the HMC NAC in Madrid, and this is the MDS Podcast, the podcast channel of the International Parkinson and Movement Disorder Society. In today's special issue, we are going to keep focusing on the COVID-19 pandemic and the way it is affecting movement disorder patients as well as neurologists and movement disorder specialists worldwide. We have the honor and the pleasure to have with us the president of the MDS, Professor Claudia Trenkwalder, who is the medical director at the Paracelsus Helena Hospital in Kassel and professor of neurology at the University Medical Center of Göttingen in Germany. Hello, Professor Trenkwalder, and thank you for accepting our invitation to join us. Yeah, I'd like to say very warm welcome to you and to our MDS members. I'm happy to talk to you and want to thank you for taking over this important uh, podcast on the COVID-19 right now. Well, first of all, thank you for your very kind words. It is really great to have you here on the podcast to discuss what is happening in these difficult times. As you know, we have been discussing the devastating impact that this pandemic is having with Professor Antonini from Italy and with Professor Alcalé from the United States. Despite increasing studies and articles published, there is a lot of uncertainty and we still don't know how much the disease and also the lockdown measures that have been adopted in many countries, how much they will impact our patients and our clinical activity. So my first question would be, what is the Movement Disorder Society doing to help patients and members during this difficult crisis? Yeah, the Movement Disorder Society was observing this pandemic quite early, I would say in February, very closely, as our major educational activities for our members are live events, including courses, the schools for young neurologists, and most important, the regional and our international movement disorder congress. Therefore, we had to react quickly not to harm any of our attendees, presenters, or the members of our secretariat. So we initiated a number of activities within MDS and modified our educational program and our events. So the society adjustments in response to the COVID-19 were that all relevant web pages have been updated until now. So all events and congresses. To date, unfortunately, all meetings have been canceled or postponed through June 2020, but I think it will be until the end of the year. So we will not support any further life event in 2020. It is too risky and too dangerous for both the members, but also for the faculty. So there will be discussions with the course directors if they want to cancel the meeting, postpone it, or change it completely into a virtual meeting. Well, apart from all these educational activities, you were also mentioning the Congress, which is one of the main activities of the society, and it was supposed to take place in Philadelphia in September. What is going to happen with that meeting? Yeah, I think this is a major question that many people... <laughs> will ask now. 
and there will be no in-person Congress as planned in Philadelphia this year. I think the reasons are very obvious and it's just not possible, but we will have a virtual 2020 meeting in a different format that is currently planned. And I may give you a glimpse into these preparations. The event will include major educational sessions, all teaching courses, all scientific plenary sessions, include industry symposia, and what I think is very interesting, the video challenge in a new format, which will be even more attractive as before. We will not have the full program, especially the skills workshop and the video sessions uh, will not be there, but you may find the program soon on our Congress website. And I think it's definitely worth attending and it will be free of charge for everyone and it will be online for six months. So I hope that many people both members and non-members and the industry will join us. Wow, it is great that the society is adapting very fast to this new normal. And I'm sure that this new format, the, the virtual format of the Congress, will attract a lot of people and maybe it will be available for even more people than the meeting that we have been having for many years now. I am definitely going to attend that and I really hope that most of our listeners will attend the virtual meeting. So apart from the Congress and the educational activities, I know that the Movement Disorder Society has started to share some COVID-19 specific resources on its website. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes. So I think they are very important COVID specific resources for our members, which I highly recommend. There is a statement from the Scientific Issues Committee which has been posted on the specific COVID-19 MDS website. You can find it easily if you open the web page. And along with this statement, there are relevant references that have been included, and we are updating these references almost daily and put them on our COVID-19 web page. So please check, because these informations are including uh, neurological symptoms, but also general informations on the COVID-19 patients. In addition, there have been a viewpoints article published in both journals, the MDCP and in the Movement Disorder Journal, and it's called The COVID-19 Pandemic and Parkinson's Disease in Movement Disorders. And I think it comes along with a nice editorial that's been written by the editors. So this article will be also shared on social me media and it has free access for everybody. Well, those are a lot of very helpful resources. And I've actually been visiting the website and found very interesting suggested reading and articles that can help neurologists who are looking for information about the way the COVID crisis is affecting movement disorder patients. I've also seen that on the website, there is a repository of clinical cases. How is this working? Yeah, I'm happy that you mentioned this because 
this is one of, I would say, a most important resource for the future. We have launched this to collect cases. And we want to collect observations from patients who are infected with COVID-19 and may have developed a movement disorder or those being diagnosed with Parkinson's or any movement disorders before, but were infected now by the coronavirus and how they get through this disease, because we don't have any information about those. So please share any information you have on your patients when they develop a movement disorder. And this page will be available for all members and also for non-members on request. And you can easily access it. And there is a form where you can write the details of your patient and attach a video. And this will also be edited. And I can tell you that the editors of our journal already have a close eye on that page. And I hope that we can finally publish this collection of valuable cases on movement disorder and COVID-19 in the future. Well, this is certainly very valuable from the clinical point of view and also a very good opportunity to possibly have your case published in a very high-impact journal like the Journalists of the Society. Another thing that I think it is very interesting is that we are changing the way we visit patients and we are using more and more the telemedicine. The Movement Disorder Society has been having a telemedicine study group for a long time now. So I've seen that now, obviously, the information about telemedicine is much more relevant. Can you tell me a little bit about telemedicine and what the study group is doing during this crisis? Yeah, I think the telemedicine study group is very important. And we ask them quite early to get started and to update the information. And they have done this. And thanks also to Esther Cubo, who had um, initiated a lot of this work. And now we have a step-by-step -step guide to telemedicine that you will find also on the MDS website. And this guide will be considered a living document because it is frequently updated and added as they receive information also from the different regions of the world, how telemedicine is being practiced there. And in addition, there will be a first webinar on telemedicine and this is um, also put together by the telemedicine study group and we will share the information on this webinar which will be online so that uh, everybody can look at this and also find a guide of how to treat their patients with the use of telemedicine better now in these times. This is great. I'm definitely going to watch the webinar. And I think there is also an article by the previous president of the society, Professor Goetz, about how to do the UPDRS using telemedicine. 
I am sure that all of these resources are going to be extremely helpful to guide us to learn how to assess patients and how to do a movement disorder exam using a new, very different way, which at the beginning is going to be very challenging. Do you have anything else that you want to share with our listeners? Yeah. Uh, if you go to the website of the Education Committee, the Education Committee has finally modified their program and they have developed a multi-pronged approach to provide education through the remaining of 2020. So you have all the uh, modifications of the educational program of MDS on that page. And you can also make suggestions of further webinars so that you can actively participate in this process. And finally, I think we are all here in a learning process. So share with us this global level of information on your COVID patients as we meet them all and then we collect them and we can share this information through our society. And I think life has changed a lot, not only with our patient, but also our social and private life. And so we have to monitor all this very closely and maybe there will be more changes needed even in the next months and the next year. Well, thank you very much for all of these activities that the society is implementing during these difficult times. And thank you very much for sharing them with us in this uh, special issue of the podcast. Thank you again, Professor Trenkwalder, for having me with us. And thank you all for listening. Thank you, Michele.